Welcome to the Sneaky Side Hustle, the ordinary podcast where you get to hear from extraordinary South Africans and their crazy stories of juggling nine to fives by day and side hustles by night. I'm your host, Fusi Revele, and these are their success stories. Episode 3, here we go. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Last week we had Upasna Jagrup on the show and her episode was quite important in highlighting how taking your passion and mixing it with a formal education can be quite lucrative. This week, however, we have former Mail and Guardian acting editor-in-chief Sipo Kings who started a digital newspaper while working for the Mail and Guardian. The kicker is that he managed to get them to back his now full-time business. Interesting. So I was born in Swaziland, now Eswatini. The community suggested a name for me, so Sipo's gift, and that's what people said to my parents I would be. They may have changed their minds as I grew up and became a teenager and other things. Then Mm. I did most of my growing up in Botswana and then in the Limpopo province of South Africa. Sipo, you co-founded the the Continent News when the, the first hard lockdown came into play in South Africa. And at that moment, you suddenly knew what you needed to do to make things happen. Uh, so, so tell us a little bit about what the Continent News is and why it's relevant. So the Continent is a weekly newspaper and it's made to be read on smartphones or your laptop or anything like that. Um, it's African journalism about the continent of Africa. And we decided to put it into a PDF format because across Africa, WhatsApp is where people are sharing information, telling stories, and there aren't many news products in that ecosystem. So, I mean, we all get it. This is why people will share complete nonsense with you on WhatsApp. And you saw that a lot during COVID where people were just sharing mis- and disinformation with each other. So we decided what better place to put a quality journalism product than in this ecosystem where there's very little competition for a product that people really need. Innovative, clever journalism and distributing it in a in a smart way. And like you're saying, you know, I think it's so important that you know there's this gap in South Africa or Africa rather, where there isn't many news products on WhatsApp, where there is this sort of thing happening. It's it's outside of our continent, and you guys have kind of borrowed that idea and implement, implemented it in uh, in Africa. I think your product is quite specialized and requires quite a big team to get going. You know, it's not something you can really carry out as a one-man team and correct me if I'm wrong there, but it took quite a lot of skill um, and you being, you and your co-founder being skilled journalists, I think made it quite uh, within reach. So I've got three questions following that. How did you go about, first of all, validating your idea, getting the funding for it and your team? And when did you know that it was the time for you to quit your main job and kind of jump into this, uh, what was then a side hustle full time? So in the beginning, a team of volunteers came together and started creating the newspaper. And it was seven people working after hours, volunteering their time to create the newspaper. And we just sent it to everyone we knew in the beginning and said, if you like this newspaper, please share it. And it's been just that sort of organic word of mouth. So I get the newspaper on a Saturday. I like it. I share it with five or six friends. And that has gotten us to about 17,000 weekly subscribers at the moment. And it's just from people believing in the product, 
which is really cool because there's so much negativity around journalism because there's a lot of really bad journalism and the business model for journalism isn't doing well. And what we're seeing by having these subscribers is that people want a product. People want quality journalism, which is a really hopeful lesson out of this. Um, on the business side of things, in the very beginning, it was self-funded and then it was donor funding. We've just gotten two years worth of funding from our main donor. And that's, that's incredible. That's incredible security at this time for a business to have, you know, we can mm. work for two years and get other donors and build with that kind of security. And that's been quite lucrative. We've also run some advertising and we've had readers give us some money as well just to diversify revenue streams. That doesn't hurt, I'm sure. You guys were employed when this started growing. You know, you had this seven, seven-man team. You knew you needed funding and you approached donors and so forth. I mean, how did that process go for you guys? Because obviously, I imagine none of you guys had ever been in the entrepreneurial space. You were learning on the fly. You were figuring things out. Um, you know, how easy was it uh, to access funding? And, uh, and was there any sort of uh, luck that played along in, in helping you guys? So we were all journalists. We're all still journalists. We're not from the sort of business side of journalism and have formal business training. But if you're obsessed with something, like we're all obsessed with journalism, you spend your time reading case studies or examples of what other people have done. You hear other people, you meet other people, you ask how they built their newsroom and the, like the challenges they went through. So it's constantly listening to people and learning from people that gave us the basic business skills and especially to deal with funders that we needed. And the person who, sort of the admin person who is running that is also very invested in different skills from you. And you learn together and build a product. So you said that you were obsessed. So this brings me to my next question of, you know, when someone wants to start up their own side hustle, is the reason for why they want to start this side hustle important? I mean, uh, there's a lot of people out there that that are working in unhappy jobs or they need a secondary income. And that might be their big reason for wanting to go into some side project that generates additional income or eventually becomes a full-time like yours. How important is that reason? So for us, because most of the work was done sort of on weekends or late into the evenings. For an example, our newspaper, we normally finish at midnight on a Friday because we're working after hours and it helps when you really, really care about the product you're creating. So you'll put in those extra hours. At the same time, you know, if you're really interested in something, you're going to read about it. You're going to learn about it. You're going to be a sponge. Um, there are lots of examples of people who've created journalism products that are quite bad. You know, they don't understand readers or they don't understand the market or funders and they failed um, and you learn from those lessons and because you're obsessed about it you have that bank of information to turn to so what are some of the failures that you had along the way um, and, and like you're saying you learned from other people um, you know there had to be some areas where you were unable to achieve things the first time around so one of the most difficult things for us has been we're working in 54 countries. That's 54 completely different markets. And you're trying to get freelance workers, so journalists, in all of those different markets 
create a product of the same kind of quality. Um, so we do a large amount of editing and sort of the heavy lifting to create the product because people are working in maybe their fourth, fifth and sixth language. So you're trying to help them. I guess that kind of leads into, you know, any advice that you might have for someone who wants to uh, go out there and make things happen for themselves. It seems as if it's really something quite easy to do from from what your story sounds like. Um, you know, is it really that easy? And, and what advice would you give to somebody who wants to go out and start their own uh, their own side hustle? Right. So it isn't easy. Um, <laughs> it, it's a huge amount of work and exhaustion and heartache and headache and all of the different things. But it's I think the key is to be interested in the product you're making so that you're willing to invest the extra time and be interested in it for a long period of time. Sage advice. And uh, lastly, Sipo, um, what does the future look like for the Continent News and where can people uh, subscribe to the Continent News and get access to your content? The future is, we don't know, there are just so many options because African journalism about the whole continent is an underserved market. And we could do all sorts of things, like you could have an edition in French because there's a large part of the continent that speaks French or Kiswahili and you could also have a daily edition or edition from different parts of the continent. And one of the hardest things we've had to do is focusing yourself. So you have all of these options in your business. And every time you have a conversation about those options going, how does this affect my core product? Am I ready for this? You know, it's not chasing the shiny, exciting thing all the time and focusing back on what you're trying to achieve. Um, and that's constantly a conversation that we have which is why we're still focused on the weekly English newspaper, which if you just Google the continent African journalism, you'll find links to us. And Twitter is probably the best place to find us, uh, which will give you subscriber details. So what you do is you just send a message to the WhatsApp number, and then you will be signed up as a subscriber and get a free weekly newspaper every Saturday. Quick and easy. Quick and easy. I love it. Sipo Kings, thank you so much for your time. And uh, we really look forward to to your growth and your journey as it continues. And maybe at some point we'll catch up again and see where you are later on. Cool. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a rating so the next person can enjoy the same experience and to help us grow the show. To suggest our next guest, get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok by searching for Sneaky Side Hustle Podcast. See you next week, Wednesday.